Welcome back to the fortnightly preamble. Um, today's a special day, Lex. Do you know why it's a special day? Um, no. It's the Macintosh's 35th birthday today. Oh. Yes, 35 years ago. I'm surprised ago. I haven't seen any bullshit articles about that. I saw one this morning, and then suddenly, oh, okay. like an hour ago, all the weird like Apple News Insta accounts posted it at once. Um, I don't know what that was about. So basically everyone forgot and saw the same article, and then they all jumped on that because they need those, those likes. They need them likes, right? Those fake internet points. <laughs> they count for so much. What I had like, actually, is um, how every year on my birthday, I get... I always look out for the litany of um, iMac G3 birthday. Um, I cannot describe posts. how, how like um, jealous I am that you shared your date of birth. Like not even the day and the month, the year not as even well. The day, the year I was born, I came into the world the same day. As the I'm iMac basically G3. an iMac G3. You are. You're saved as that in yeah. my contacts because we're that level of nerd. Um, or I am. Yes, we are. Um, Okay, but I'm the level of nerd that has to have everyone in my contacts as just first name, last name, nothing else. No, but I'm like that as well. But there are a few exceptions. I I, I can't stand the way people just have multiple jacks in their contacts. Oh, that ends me to. Do you know what I saw today in Mark's contacts? Or Jack work. I hate that. Yeah. Um, Tony came in. Um, uh, we're still in the preamble. Are we still in the preamble, or have we actually started the show? No, we're still in the. Well, wait, 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 it's the show. This is going in the show, but it's the preamble. I mean, the whole show is a preamble, to be honest. Um, ah, oh, it's just my um, my decibel level seems to be spiking really high this week. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, last week the audio was a little louder than I was hoping, but in previous weeks it's been too quiet. So I tried mm. tried it a little different. Um, I, I'm well. If I leave it consistent throughout the whole episode, you can just yes. I like consistency. I actually banged out a tape measure and went for six inches because last week I was right up against my pop shield, um, which was a little too close. But this week I'm further back. I have a ruler right here. Let's see. Wow, I actually have a ruler that is six inches. Ah, oh, nice, nice. There you go. I was actually already six inches away. It's the natural podcaster in me. God damn. So um, you were talking about Mark, because Mark keeps getting tonied at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously he was with him for a little while today, and um, <laughs> Mark sends him a message, which now means that Tony has Mark's, like, number on Apple ID. Anyway, um... Uh, and he's at, he, he, he's typing in, in, in the contact field, in the, in the, in the two field. Um, and I see Tony Barber come up and I'm like, huh, what a weird name. Then I realized that that's his barber called Tony. Oh, it just no. made me, it, I just stood there for a couple of minutes being like, ah, oh, you're one of them. It, like, have you seen Matthew's contacts? There's like Tom from actually. Fever or Dan from what? the gym. And I'm just like, ah. Oh. That's what the notes section is for. If you forget who someone is, put it in the notes. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, I'm always a first, first name, last name guy, and then I have it set so iMessage on messages just takes the first name because I don't want your first and last name at the top of my message chat because that's I just want Lex, for example. Um, I just want Lex, too. But some people have... Uh, yeah, we all want Lex. But some people just have exceptions. So, like... 
Occasionally, people get uh, emojis next to their names. Like, usually if they're like a... There's someone I'm romantically interested in, they usually get a heart emoji. Um, doesn't happen too often, luckily, because I don't like emojis in my contacts. Um, you get iMacG3 as your middle name. Um, who else has something? Steve is Galaxy S9, because S9 is his, like, thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's really nerdy, to be honest. Oh, Keon's got Lord as his title, because he's uh, literally a lord. Um, I mean, that is his name now, so there's nothing wrong with that. It's that. literally Lord Keon. That is legally his title now. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, as we celebrate the birth of the Macintosh, uh, we must also celebrate a death. Lex, what died in your life today? Oh, are we, <laughs> are we getting on to this already? We might as well. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um should I give some background first or just go dive straight in? What, that we all kept telling you to stop leaving your Xbox on for such no extended period? No one telling me to stop I told you. And, like, I would talk to people at work about it and they're like, why is he doing that? Seriously, what do you gain from leaving <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 paused for that long? Like, because... I mean, it it's sort of built up. It, it's gotten worse over time. So it'd first be, you know, I would, I would leave it on pause and I'd go to work and obviously, like... Uh, well, I'd leave on balls at night time, go to work, and then when I get back, it'd be waiting for me, which right, is quite kind, nice. That kind of makes sense. It's something I wouldn't do, but I can accept that. But seeing as you're not at home most of the time... See, it, it wasn't even... I didn't even start doing it deliberately. It just sort of started... I, I left it on and forgot about it, and then came back and was like, huh, it was on. And then I just kind of... I guess I let myself forget. I'm curious. What state... Did you just turn the TV off and then turn it back on and the Xbox was there ready on the pause menu or no I, that was how it happened but it's cuz obviously I've got the Apple TV hooked up so I just turned that on and Holly and I were watching something um and then we just fell asleep and obviously I didn't ever get round to like properly well, I think I did save my game cuz I'm not an animal um but I didn't turn the Xbox off cuz I thought there was a possibility I might go back to it in that night, if that makes sense. But we were both really tired, so we went to sleep. Um, and I just never turned it off. Uh, woke up the next day, went to work. That makes... I mean, it makes sense, but... Bro, how long did you leave it on for? <laughs> um, so I got back. So I was... Again, this... It always just seems to happen I forget to turn it off more than anything else. And because I keep doing it for longer stints, I kind of worry less about it. Like, I never used to do this. But I think it's also part of the fact that I don't really... I'm kind of... I've fallen out of love with my Xbox as a console. Like, I enjoy the games, but I, I don't like it. I don't like the experience of using it. It just feels clunky. Um, so I think I, I, in, uh, there's a part of my mind that wants it to break, so I have an excuse to either get a new one, essentially. Um, and then it's kind of reached ahead because... In a nutshell, that's exactly what's happened tonight. Um, I left it on for a week. That's the point you're getting to. Uh, it was actually a week and an hour, um, judging by my last saved game on Red Dead. I come back, uh, open it up, and um, yeah, it's just there on the save menu with the last one. Oh, this is a couple of days ago, so it was like the 15th of January. Basically, until yesterday, it had been on since the 15th of January. 
Christ. Um, and the power broke's gone, right? How do you know it's a power yeah. broke? What, have you, what diagnosis <laughs> have you... My diagnosis is that it sounds like a meat grinder. Um, oh, or rather a helicopter Blimey. that's missing one rotor, but has an extra rotor the other side. Um, and also is grinding against some rocks. So it sounded like that when I first turned it on. And I was actually had some music playing on my home pod, so I just I didn't pick it up immediately because it's buried in the um you know, in a in my cabinet. Um and then I was like, Hold on, what's that background noise? And I thought it was just something rattling, so I moved the, the cabinet around a bit and then I realized what it was. Um and I was thought, oh, that's fine, I probably just need to move it, you know, sometimes it does this, the gyro's a bit old, I'm sure it's just, you know, etc, etc. I move it, makes the worst noise, and just cuts out dead. Um, okay, yeah, that's the power brick. Oh yeah, it's definitely the power brick. Um, <laughs> I've got to manage to get it back on for a couple times, but then it just dies again after about 20 seconds, and just won't come on now at all. So mm, It's probably best yeah. to not do that to it. Yeah, uh, so I need to buy a new one. So how's how's that going? How's the it hunt is incredibly for difficult. It's kind of this. What is it with power supply? Like Apple, you have to go through, jump through so many holes to get a power supply for your iMac. If for whatever reason that cable breaks, um, or a new power cable rather, and it seems to be pretty much the same story with this with this power brick. You can't just buy one. You need to go. Th- you need to go through the service loopholes, essentially. Which I'm not sure if anyone here has ever tried to go through the service site on Microsoft. It's not easy. <laughs> you can't. A. You you have to register your product before you can even troubleshoot it. So I had to dig it out and f- try and find the serial number of my um, Xbox, um, which is in the complete other wrong place as to where Microsoft said it would be. They said it'd be on the back. It's on the underside. So. I had that with the PS4, funnily enough, when I registered the warranty. It was a nightmare to find the serial number. Like, no one would tell me where it was. And, like, I found some pictures from, like, Sony's website. Um, And I I think it was because I had the Pro, and the Pro had only just come out. And the the guide was for the, the old school, the OG PS4. And nothing would tell me where the serial number was. It was, I just remember, I don't know why, I just remember it being an absolute disaster. It took me hours. I almost decided it wasn't worth the warranty. Um, but yeah, consoles, eh? Oh, I mean, mine wasn't nearly that bad. It was literally just on a white sticker on the underside. My point was rather that it wasn't where they said it would be. The, PS, um, the PS4, the serial number is, well, obviously the PS4 is black and the serial number is written in white on a black sticker. So, and it's really small, so it's oh. it's quite hard to find, yeah. I must admit, it was quite small, and it threw me for a second that it didn't begin with, like, an F or a C. And I'm like, hold on, this isn't <laughs> a serial number. And then I realized that all companies <laughs> use Apple's um, designated layout and structure for serial numbers. Um, tell you what, though, have fun trying to find a serial number on a, uh, a grey pair of... Um, uh, beats X's. Just putting that out there. Have fun. Um, yeah, I and I keep trying to go through this maniacally designed site to try and find out a how much this power brick is to buy as a service replacement, and b how how I actually go about that. And I keep getting to the same points no matter how, which route I go through. It brings me to this page where I have to fill out my information for for to book a send off repair, which is confusing. Um, Are you gonna have to send the old brick in? there's a apparently i don't know for sure because it keeps crashing mm. when i get to that point i put in my address and it's just like oh no error sorry have you checked um, for any windows updates 
I'm not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> um, um, well, I mean, if but you apparently, have... I was yeah, reading on. a forum. You can either send your brick in, and then they do send you a replacement at a slightly discounted price, or you can just buy another one outright. Um, but frankly, I think I'm just going to buy another one. I don't want to have to wait until they look at my brick and be like, yeah, it's broken, and then send me another one. Yeah, I mean, if the price is catastrophically different, and it's like much cheaper to buy, uh, send yours in, you can borrow mine, to be honest. It doesn't get used. Um it's just sitting. I have a feeling it's going to be around sixty pounds. That's as far yes. as I can see. I don't know whether that's for if you send yours in, or whether you just buy a new one. If it's that's by the price of buying a new one, I think I'll just suck it up and spend sixty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, if it if it's like thirty pounds to send yours in, you get it back. Then you know, sure. Um, I must admit that I was. Uh, I was reading a forum about this because it seems like this is obviously a relatively common problem with an external power brick, you know, they break. Um, and I was reading, reading this forum that had, uh, here's, here's some reputable third-party power bricks on Amazon. And I was like, okay, let's have a look at these. Um, they range from about 15 to 20 pounds. Some of them, they all look Ooh. exactly like the Microsoft ones. And the reviews Third-party either go from, power this bricks. thing's perfect. Yeah, I know. No. Either, the reviews either, either range from this is perfect, no difference, or I believe one review actually said it's like starting up a, a small moped behind my TV. Oh my goodness. Power supplies mm. are messy. It's like people who buy fake MagSafe chargers. I just think, why? That is so dodgy. That is so dodgy. People don't seem to realize. It just concerns me how embedded it is in, in humans to to save money to the point where they are literally trashing something that's very expensive um it's it, it's uh, like humans need to save money it is it's at all single-handedly costs. propping up a black market industry for like third-party charges for from oems that you should just buy the original you know like these companies purely exist to make crap versions of these of these power bricks that already exist it's um yeah it's it's like uh it's uh, I can't remember. I mean, oh yeah, it's it's like the um, when I built my PC, I used a power supply that I'd used in previous PCs I built, um, for other people, and they were sort of like your go-to standard power supply. So I went for one for mine. Um, and as soon as I like loaded up a game, it was like whining, and apparently it's a thing. It's like coil whine. It's it's a thing, and I googled it, and people said, yeah, that power supply is crap. Um, I'd never had any problems with it. But, uh, yeah, so I I then had to rewire my entire PC with a new power supply like three days after I bought it. But, uh, yeah, power's a weird thing and and it's so crucial. I can't believe people are willing to cheap out like that and buy a third-party Xbox power supply. Just imagine it kills your Xbox mid-game and, like, loses your progress. Or even worse, like, like the hard drive shuts down so fast it corrupts it. Uh, Like, wow, like, why would you do that to save, like, money? What's wrong with I mean, people? One of the reviews was, um, what did it say? Uh, yeah, it was like a four-star review. Um, so I was like, okay, this. I guess this guy has a positive experience with this power brick. Uh, no, he was actually saying um, that sometimes when playing games, he'd get like the power fluctuations would be so bad that, that he would have like um, free. His game would would freeze. Uh, and that warranted a four-star review. That warranted a four-star review. I'm like, you clearly have some. Poor expectations. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I guess it's all relative. For it a, a four-star review for a £20 adapter, I suppose. 
Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't touch those with a barge pole, to be honest. Um, yeah, I briefly thought about it, because I can get one for tomorrow, and I'm like, mm, no. I mean, if it was £10, I'd be like, yeah, just for, like, the night or something, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All right, um, follow-up's a thing that we should uh, be jumping on to. Yeah, probably. I think. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it happens. Um, I feel like since we started the show, uh, every week we've talked about um, 10S battery cases, and they came out in the last... When did they come out? Like, 10 days ago, nearly? Something like wow. that. January the 15th, actually. It doesn't so, feel um... that long ago. Um, Everything's happening on January the 15th at the moment. Yes, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? So that was, I think that was the day after we released our last episode, or the day we released our That was our the day. Last... So, yeah. weird, weird enough, I'd just like to point out, January the 15th was my anniversary. Uh, mm-hmm. The release of, of these, these smart cases, um, battery cases, and the last time I turned my Xbox off. This is, uh, I blame Holly, actually. Yeah. It's all her fault. Send her a bill, send her an invoice for that power brick, and uh, tell her to send you a iPhone XS battery case with it. Um, funnily enough, that will have. Uh, if she does that, um, you'll have some issues using that with your iPhone X. But no one can really tell me what those issues are because apparently there aren't actually any, but there are. Um, or I might not have those issues at all. No one's really sure. So <clears throat> Apple did release these battery cases uh, on the fifteenth of January. All 20 iPhone, 2018 iPhones have one available, so they did indeed release them for the Max and the XR. Um, I'm not surprised that they did it for the Max, even though they never used to do them for the Plus. I think it was just a given that the Max was going to get them. I'm kind of surprised they did them for the R, only because it just wasn't really rumoured. Um, but they released them for all three of them, and they are £129? or is it? Yes, yeah, £129. They come in black and white. Uh, they're similar to the old school ones, uh, except the battery hump is actually further down and meets the bottom of the case, so it looks a bit less bulge-like. It's just like the bottom of the case, um, which is nice, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's black and white. Uh, I've ordered a black one because the white one is going to get gross and just looks a bit too bright, I think. Um and uh, yeah, it's it's out there, and <laughs> like I speculated, and wasn't rumoured, so I get a point for this one. Um, it it is does support Qi charging, which is awesome. Do you think it supports air power though? I hope so. I hope that's the reason why it was delayed. I think it does. I think it does. I think it does. I think it does. I think it's got to right. It's like um, I'm. I heard someone saying that. What's really funny is probably the iPhone 8 and the Series 3 all probably have some tech in them physically that support air power that's never been used. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pre- it's pretty weird to think, isn't it? Could you imagine if the tech that needed for air power has actually changed in that time span? Where in fact, the iPhone 8 and S3 won't support that, won't support it's, it at all? It's totally possible. It's it is totally, totally possible. Air Power might come out be slight, a slightly different product, and just they could just be like, I don't think many people would hold them to it. To be honest, I think it'd just I'd be, be like, annoyed. But I'd no, be annoyed. I guess I have an iPhone ten still, and I'm assuming that would obviously be in the same boat. I could see them being just like, yeah, that was a like a proof of concept. 
um, but the final product's slightly different, and it actually only supports 10s. Um, I can see that happening. But anyway, these uh, these iPhone cases support Qi, so and they also do still have a lightning port on them. So no matter how you charge your iPhone, you're going to be able to charge it with this ca- charge this case in the exact same way. Uh, I think this product's kind of perfect. To be honest, I'm very excited to get one. It won't be my main case. It'll just be my travel case. Um, I'm glad it's happened. And uh, yeah, it it doesn't really support the 10. Apparently, it's not a fit issue. We were speculating that it'd be the slightly different camera shape. Apparently, um, or when you when you connect it up, uh, it says that this accessory is not supported uh, until you dismiss the prompt. I think there's an REP for that. No, is there? Is there? I have to have a look. Um, and then until you dismiss the prompt, and then it starts charging anyway. And then apparently the speakers aren't aligned properly because it's slightly different on a 10s. Uh, but then people who done sound tests and they can't tell any different. I think that's because the left grill is for microphones, not speakers. Um, no one's really sure what's what's going on uh, whether no, it works we need with to the do. 10. No, we need to get an no. iPhone 10s one and run. Uh a certain diagnostic on it to find out for sure. So, <clears throat> doesn't the diagnostic specifically ask you to remove any cases before continuing with the test? Shh. Lie. Ah, oh, let's try it. It'd be kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that would work through a case. Like, would the doc pick that up? It should do. I mean, the Apple's website specifically says... Um, uh, it supports lightning accessories, so I guess... Yeah, so I, w- I wonder if it would be able to tell. I'd imagine so. Um, so, those are out, they're available now, and uh, they're exactly what we thought they are going to be, plus cheer compatibility, so great. Um, also in follow-up, we uh, have heard more evidence that uh, air power is still alive which is nice, um, because last week mid-show we got some breaking news that AirPower was meant to have gone into production three days ago, as of today. So maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, who knows? We haven't seen anything. Um, but uh, you may, you cast your minds back to September, and after that October, you may remember with the uh, latest batches of iPhones, um, they had in the packaging a reference to AirPower, and uh, it said place on the AirPower charging mat. And uh, people said, oh yeah, but this documentation could have been made in the summer or something and then they just left it in well then it was around for the 10r packaging as well and uh since then when these battery cases came out uh on their website it actually said that they can be charged with the air power mats now apple quickly pulled this except for the malaysian store where it's still it's probably gone now but as of the 16th of january it it said if you go to the malaysian apple store that the battery cases can be charged on air power so someone at apple has decided to write about air power on a product page this thing is definitely still bubbling under um it's undeniable and uh, someone at Digitimes has basically said that it's going to be launched in 2019, which it could mean nothing, really. It's just an obvious assumption. Um, have you read that that report? Did you see that? This, um, yeah, I'm reading it now. Uh... Yeah, so uh, <laughs> the thing is, though, they published a similar article last year claiming it would be released by the end of March 2018. Um I think that was probably the original plan. 
If like they the keep March just rolling it forward, they'll never be wrong. Just keep revising exactly. their opinions, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I think I think we're close, but I, I feel like, I don't know, but it's, it's almost as if, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I just want it. I really want it. We spent so much time talking about it and kind of don't know what to where to go at this point. It's just if it's coming good, I hope so. If not Well, I don't know if it if it's ever gonna be an if not. It will be always just something I'll be working on and in like fifteen years I'll be like, We did it. It's ready. <laughs> I mean, so apparently Lux Share Precision are the manufacturers and they're the dudes that make the airpods. Do you think the airport shortage is down to them ramping up production for air power? I would explain why we've had an airport shortage for the last three years. <laughs> They've constantly been making air power. Yeah. I seem yeah. to remember though that the the air power um, the, 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 the AirPod manufacturer was making HomePod, and that's why people were like, at launch, HomePod might be constrained, and that's why yeah. we got up really early to order one for absolutely no reason. Uh, yep, because yeah. they just flew off the shelves. Um, They're still flying off the shelves. To this day. Uh, I actually did sell one today, so... Yes, uh-huh. but, but we all freaked out at that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we're like, you're selling one? Whoa. Oh, someone's buying a HomePod? Yeah, it's it's an occurrence. We need, like, a, a, a siren to go off or something. It just starts... HomePod! Oh, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we all know that the AirPods were pushed back for release when they originally debuted. Um, supposedly for the same reason, same thing potentially happened with HomePod and Air Power as well. Um, yeah, you've got to wonder why they keep getting the contract. I yes, uh, yeah, it's a good point. They must strike some good deals with Apple. I, again, just like last week, the comments on this report are entirely negative. People are really not interested. Um, but I just can't get my head around that. I will. Oh, literally, the minute it goes up for sale, pre-order one. I am so excited to get my hands on one. I don't want my Belkin boost-up pad by my bed anymore. I want I air power. Want I want right. air power, man. Everyone's like, oh, this is... Why does anyone care? Everyone's got wireless chargers. But I want air power. I want a fancy UI that pops up on my iPhone to tell me how my AirPods are charging. I, and <laughs> essentially, everyone that is, is, an, is an Apple customer and values Apple and their user experience should want one of these too. Like, if you value what you get from being part of this ecosystem, you inherently value what air power is giving you over Belkin's wireless charger. I, I think too many Apple customers don't value that anymore. Yeah. It's become too mainstream. But then what do they value? Mm, saving money. You know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate to yeah, say I must admit, it. Like, I want air power <laughs> on my... On my I'm, I'm not going there. I want air power on my on my table. Now I've got yeah. my Apple TV, air power next to that, home pod the other side. That'd be nice. I can't wait to get it. I can't wait. I'm sure it's coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Um but I don't know. Um <laughs> So uh we got a couple of nano topics to talk to about this week, so let's uh let's slide on over. Um where I've freshly prepared, I've laid some flour. Um I've I've also put antibacterial spray down on the surface um, and then I put the flour down I've got a bowl of water with some lemon in it so when your fingers get sticky you can clean them it's like going to a fancy Chinese restaurant 
Um, and now I want you to dig into the starter. I mean, the the follow-up is just like cleaning up from last week, and then the starter is a nanotopic. So I want you to get ready, because this is a sharing platter, because we share this conversation. Um, why are AirPods so popular at the moment? I'm just still questioning as to why there's flour on the table. Because we're about to bake something. Oh, okay. So we're making our own food and then eating it straight afterwards, then mm. moving on to the next topic. We're both the chef and the customer because we're the only people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> you don't even listen to uh, it. Have you I have do, you listened I to do. six or seven yet? I have, actually. Oh, yes. did you enjoy them? I did. I especially enjoyed um, the Andrew Garfield saga, actually. What was that about? We did have a few people write in, actually, um, and ask us what the Andrew Garfield saga entailed. Anyway, back to um, AirPods. Uh, why are they having their moment right now? So they've been out since December 2016. That is a That's very long time ago. About. When I first got them, okay, so I got them on day one. And then they immediately sold out. I really fluked with that one. I was working all day. They went up, randomly went pre-order about 5pm. I got out of work about half six. And I'm like, oh, snap, they've gone for, up for sale. I just pre-ordered some and got them on launch day. But straight after that, they immediately went out of stock. And they've never really been <laughs> readily available since. Um, but I remember it took months to get them for most people. And anyway, I got them. I remember walking walking to work with them on the first day and feeling, A, are they going to fall out? B, is someone going to try and steal them off me? And C, are people going to look at me weirdly? And for the last two and a half years, pretty much, I've been thinking people are looking at me sometimes with them in. Um, and lots of people always used to come into work and say they were stupid or lots of my friends outside of the tech circle thought they were absolutely ridiculous. Um, and like, I'd always, yeah, it was just a thing. And they've been out for ages and especially in the gym and things like that. And every time I went to San Francisco in the last two years, they're everywhere. I'm not exaggerating. They were just everywhere. This Christmas, London has just turned just like that. They When I went up the other day, it, it was just, they were just everywhere. And obviously we've been out of stock for most of the Christmas period and still continues. Everywhere seemed out of stock. At Victoria Station, as I was saying earlier, um, WH Smith had a massive like person, like five, six foot tall sign saying AirPods on sale here. And there was a meme about them that sort of started in the summer and then died out. And then the normies picked up on it over Christmas and it's become a big meme. Our friend Matt Turvey has decided that the meme is to blame for uh, their popularity. But it, it just, it almost irritates me that people have been so slow on this one because now suddenly everyone thinks they're the best thing ever and they're sort of angry that they can't get their hands on them. Where has this demand come from? Do you have I, any idea? I honestly don't because, I mean, I, I've i had mine, what, a year now? Um, Just a, more, a little bit more, a little bit more. You got oh, them. yeah. Oh, I you did. got them about oh, a year no, after me. Don't remind me. Yeah, so you, you're coming up to eighteen <laughs> oh months with them. Yeah, I'm on I? Okay, that's crushing. That was when I started working. Yeah, I um, got mine when I started working. So, <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, I actually anecdote from today. I forgot mine this morning. Um, didn't take them with me to work. Uh, and on the way there, I it was the first time that I'd really well, not the first time, but I, I was I was. I was made to think about the fact that I didn't have them because every corner I'd walk around, there'd be someone with them in their ear. It's like, weird. Oh, great. They, they are everywhere. 
they I mean I've I've always seen them on you know when I'd go up they'd always be there and I'd always see people walking around with them um but now I was like I walked into Tesco's and there was like a group of six lads in there you know they were just being petulant teenagers and but one of them had a pair of airpods in and I was like really really I I don't really know what to say but for some reason it irked me it's like they used to be this like this this sign of someone that that cared about tech you know it it was it was like a badge of nerdish honor but they're not that anymore now they've become a thing that I think every sort of category of person has embraced instantly. So you get your, your, your quote-unquote adults, so like, you know, 30 to 40-year-olds that want them because they've heard they're good and they are absolutely an amazing product. They're my favourite thing Apple makes, still is. Um, and that's fair enough. But it's also become amongst, like, teenagers and stuff, like, oh, my mate's got them, I need them to be cool. And that's what the meme is sort of fueling. It's like, oh, he can't afford AirPods which is kind of tragic that it's based around what people can and can't afford. Um, it's like that meme that's like two kids and a mother going into a neighborhood. It's like, mummy, why does that man have wires coming out of his AirPods? And it's like, come on, kids, this neighborhood isn't safe. Like, what on earth? They, that's another thing that's annoying about it. It's, come, it's turning this really cool product that I've always had such admiration for into this weird cringe status symbol. Um, yeah, into this weird sort of classist status of, I can afford this, you can't, I'm better than you. Yeah, but, like, leave our fun... <laughs> the way I think of it is, like, leave our fun alone. Like, yeah. you're tarnishing this product. And I think... I'm glad we're talking about it, because it's the first time I've been able to put that into words. I think that's why this is annoying me so much. Because this whole thing has genuinely been annoying me. It's Because it's always yeah. kind of cringe when you discover something and you're like, yeah, well done, claps for you, you found it, I had this two years ago. But it's more than that. It's kind of just depressing to see people turn something that's brought me so much joy over the last two and a half years into something that's so, like, trashy. Um, yeah. And it's, like The nerds, yeah. we've had this all to ourselves for over two years now. You know, they were ours. We were the ones that had these in-ear wireless, truly wireless headphones, and every every other normie was out there with their with their power beats and their not quite or the Bose, you know, Soundspot Freeze, and yeah, yeah, it's... exactly. But now, now they've caught on, and because actually they are really well priced as far as wire, truly wireless headphones go. That's um, that's another thing. I remember for the last two years when people come. The, occasionally came in and asked about them and you say they were 159 like, they'd what? scoff and leave now everyone's like yep i'll take some yeah it's like they've suddenly realized the value of these and that actually 159 pounds for a pair of truly wireless bluetooth headphones that work reliably is is, is kind of a steal like they just they are they always have been a steal yeah and they've always just worked you know there's no issues with them but it, i don't want to say it again but it is just so weird this and it's not just the UK. I know lots of like American podcasts are talking about it. It is just a worldwide thing. They've suddenly this holiday, and maybe that's just the natural cycle of a kind of out there new product. Maybe it takes take two years. years. I think yeah. the difference is, yeah. Normally by this point, we've gone through a couple of generations, so you'd be on like third gen, yeah. and it's normal for like a third gen product to get its first wide adoption. I mean, we're kind of like talking. These are kind of the same age as the Apple Watch, and we're seeing the same thing right? with the series exactly. four is that suddenly they have exploded like they've always been increasing in popularity steadily but this series four has exploded the same kind of time that these airports have which makes sense if you think about it if you're buying 
a watch with no headphone jack on that you want to listen to music with, what headphones are you going to get? Exactly. I mean, it makes sense, but the difference is this is still the first-gen product, and it's the yeah. same product that was on sale two and a half years ago. I think that's why it's so uneasy, is because there have been literally no improvements since then. Nothing has changed. I'm not going to say it's stagnated, but because it hasn't needed to change. There hasn't been a price drop. There hasn't been a new hard, hardware revision. Um, and a note I've got in the on the topic list is, do you think when the second-gen ones come out, which we were saying earlier the rumors have started up again it could be quite soon um do you think we'll get lots of people saying they just brought out those ones apple are trying to get every penny they can out of people um i bet there will be people i think i'll actually just slap someone (laughs) coming up three years since they were released by then three and they've just come out would apple be money grabbing if they didn't update your iphone for three years yeah probably to be honest probably actually I don't know. I'm glad we spoke about it because it's been bothering me. It shouldn't. I know I should worry about better things. Kind of me too, a little bit under the surface. Like, Holly keeps showing me memes, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. just go away. (laughs) Like, stop it. (laughs) Like, it's like, do you remember that meme that's like, don't turn my culture into your goddamn prom dress or whatever it was? I never quite understood (laughs) it. I think it's because I missed the original tweet or what it was. Yeah, Um, it's just like cultural appropriation, I guess. Yeah, this is the nerd... The nerd culture getting offended. (laughs) Yeah, my nerd is getting offended. I can't take it. (laughs) Wearable tech isn't for the masses. (laughs) Oh, God, we sound so sad. Um, But no, it's true. It's been bothering me. And and I'm glad you can't put your finger on it either because I can't explain. I I wonder if... I'm sure. I bet there have been conversations about it at Apple. And I bet they can't quite figure it out either. I don't think they've done anything to promote them. Well, they haven't. Surprised by this sudden upturn in in revenue. Like, huh, where'd this come from? And as we were saying, there's no need to release second-gen ones until these stop selling, which is going to be ages. Um, Uh, Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I must admit, now now I've been thinking about this, the first time I remember this sort of, I don't want to say research, just upsurgence in interest, was like uh, October time, when my mum comes to me and is like, oh, Isabel really wants my sister, um, really wants some AirPods for Christmas. I'm like, huh. Oh, does she? She did, yeah. And I was like, you want them now? I like. Obviously, she's kind of... Isabel has, like, a, a sort of passing interest in this kind of stuff, because obviously I'm into it, and, you know, she's, in the past, has got my hand-me-down phone, hand-me-down phones and stuff. like. So she's kind of always been on the the year after, if that makes sense. Um, uh, and even even at school, like, you know, she'd, she'd have the, she had the iPhone 7 Plus, you know, like, exactly a year after it came out, because obviously I got my 10, um, and obviously I gave that to her, which won't be happening with my 10. Um... Uh, so she, she, yeah, she always kind of had an interest, and she wanted to buy an Apple Watch with her own money to, and save up and stuff. And I was like, yeah, go on, go for it. Just don't buy a Series One um, at the time. Um, and it kind of surprised me that she'd only asked for these AirPods then. If that made sense, like I would have expected her if she wanted them to have asked for them when I got them or like six months afterwards. But she waited ages. And then sort of like popped into her mind that, oh, she'd like some of these. And that was around October time. And I was like, huh, okay. It just kind of stuck with me. It was kind of, it seemed out of place. And then this has all happened and it just blown up. And she's a 13-year-old girl. Like she, she keeps her ear to the ground as far as social media goes. She cares about it way more than I do. So, I'm, you know, it's just. She she's, probably she's like saw something. Relation you... to, Yeah. 
My sister is my route into normie culture, if that makes sense. Interesting. It's good that you've got a route in. I don't really have one. I have to force myself to keep up with it. Interestingly, while you were saying that, all that, I was trying to think, when did I first catch wind of this resurgence? And it was October as well. And it's when Evie told me that for her 21st, she was getting AirPods. And I'm like, this is weird. Evie, of all the people, she wanted AirPods. And at the time, they were still the nerd thing. Um, yeah. So she must have known something we didn't as well. It was October, because her birthday's in October. We need to, like, search AirPods with some, like, keywords of October and stuff and see if anything comes up. Was there, like, was Drake seen wearing them or something? Drake's relative, right? I was talking to Joey about the meme and being like, do you think this is why they've got popular? And he's like, well, he, he made me aware that the meme actually, because he's very in touch with the latest hot, fiery memes. Um, he was... Uh, he told me that the meme actually was a thing back in the summer. Like, during that, all I can remember was a massive heatwave um, phase. Uh, the meme was a thing. And uh, it, it got its normie resurgence in around October. So, I don't know. But, yeah, it's a weird one. Um, but, apparently, new ones are coming in Q2-19, um, which is now. So, <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm just um, on knowyourmeme.com looking at the AirPods meme. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, so it looks like the earliest, the, one of the earliest known usage of AirPods being used as a flex was posted on Twitter by Camo Swag on the 25th of September 2018, being uh, me walking on campus, person with AirPods, yeah, I'm rich, shown below. Uh, so oh, that's so cringe. Isn't it? Yeah, so it's, it seems, it's, I can't. It just seems like one person be like, yeah, these are expensive. I have them. Screw and you. And again, it all comes down to money. Okay, let's move on. Um, speaking of other things I'm hyped for, uh, Apple have started their uh, annual activity challenge for their employees. And this extends to retail employees because my mate in Apple Retail actually has a few of these straps. Um and basically, if you complete a certain activity challenge on your Apple Watch and you're an Apple employee, you get an exclusive Apple Watch band, which is one of the coolest perks of working there, I think. Um, last year's one was a woven nylon strap. Usually they, they gave out the woven nylon. These these exclusive variations are usually woven nylon. But last September, very unexpectedly, they discontinued the woven nylon bands, which were sort of becoming the staple band, more so than the sport bands. Um, but they stopped them. And... This is the first sort of exclusive one since then, and it's uh, it's an activity band. It's really cool, but it's it's a sport loop, the Velcro adjustable sport loop. Um, it's it's cool. I mean, it's blackish gray with uh, each bit. So the two lugs and the the sort of buckle are the colors of um, the the rings on the Apple Watch. Uh, but what's more important, <laughs> the reason we're talking about this is because we assume, or I do at least, and I. Don't know if you'd agree, but I'd assume you would. Uh, this year's Pride Strap, which has always been a woven nylon band that they release every June, um, is probably going to be a sport loop. Do you agree? Probably. I can't see it being anything else. Um, I hope it is. I think that would be really cool. I hope it is, because it means I don't have to buy one until then. Yeah, I, I'm i really close to getting one. I, I keep seeing colors that I'm like, oh, that's all right. None of them have made me want them, though. Yeah, In I fact, agree. The f- the awesome 2018 collection of watch straps is awful, I think. I can't find any that. I don't think... Other than the Blue Horizon, I haven't bought any of them. Um, nothing grabbed me. 
They were kind of weak across the board, apart from the Blue Horizon, which is probably one of my favourite colours they've ever done. Same with the silicon cases. Like when I was buying cases for my 10s in September, I'm like, wow, this is weak. And uh, again, I got the Blue Horizon for the 10s Max because it's the only one I like. Maybe they just run out of colours. Maybe. I'd like them to bring back some. And that's why I'm not paying yeah, through definitely. the roof for the ultraviolet one because I know they do recycle colours. I'm sure it will come back. Um, but probably not for a while. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 excited. March isn't far away. I'm looking forward to getting a new silicon case because mine, as you pointed out today, is getting a bit worn. Um, and I don't really object to buying a new one every six months if they refresh the colours because they don't last too long, and it's nice to have a little change. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited uh, for new colours. But yeah, I can't wait to see the pride strap. Uh, and you still haven't got any of them, right? You didn't get the seventeen no. or eighteen one. No, I didn't. I actually bought the 17 one, but not for myself. That's a gift. Mm. Yeah. Good gift, but now I really want it. I would really like to um, get somehow get the 2016 one, the one that was only given out to Apple employees, um, which was basically identical, I think, to the, the um, 17 one, just slightly different. Very similar. Um, I'm sure it was slightly different. But I like how they usually just randomly, um, in the past, they've just popped up on the website after WWDC. Uh, so I'd like to be able to like get one out in California this summer. It'd be quite That's nice. That's a very good idea, actually. Oh, did we mention we're going to we're going to San Jose in June? Uh, but we'll I get feel to like that we've talked it. about this a lot, but not on here. No, never on here. We'll talk about that nearer the time when we've got solid dates because right now it's still in flux because Apple haven't told us when it's happening yet. Come um, on, Apple. We're press. Give us some insider information. Yeah, man. We want press passes. Okay. Um, so I finished uh, the starter. That was a really good sharing platter. Um, shall we get on to a topic? Let's do it. Let's do it. I put this one in here um, earlier, because, and it's jumped the queue, but it's really topical, so let's talk about it. iOS 12.2 Beta 1 just dropped this evening. Uh, it's oh, cool. a bit later than did 11 actually. did. No, no, Beta 2 just came, uh, sorry, 0.2 Beta 1. Um, by now, I'm fairly sure on 11, we're already on the 0.3 Beta, um, but iOS 11 was a clusterfuck, so let's forget about that. Anyway, there's a bunch <laughs> of uh, there's a bunch of new things in iOS 12.2, quite often is in the point, the big point releases. Uh, lots of sort of minor UI changes. Um, you've got things like Apple News launching in Canada. HomeKit's been updated to support the TVs announced at CES. Um, and the remote widget in the control center has been redesigned because you're going to be using that more. Previously, it was just for the Apple TV. Um, what else has changed? Screen mirroring in control center has got a new icon. Okay, uh, wallet. The UI's changed a little bit. I are you looking at the article? Because I have thoughts yeah, about the I'm wallet actually. UI change. So when you tap a card, you can't just tap the cards at the bottom to go back anymore. You have to press done. I think that's a bit of a back step. Um, but yeah, I agree. Actually, it's less like a wallet now. It's more like you're trapping yourself. When you take a card out your wallet, real wallet physically, you can still see your other cards just chilling there. And that's what this was. And now it's like too computery. But the reason they've done it is because they want to free up that bottom space because it now displays more transaction history, which is great. Um, yeah. It doesn't just yeah, show the latest yeah. one. 
which has always been very ridiculous. And it looks like if you actually tap on it, it, it gives you more information. Um, so good and bad. Uh, what else has changed? Um, some little bits in Safari. If you're I, the, the blue arrows, I've, I've read about those. What do they do? Um, if you tap, sorry, oh, what's this? So, like, if you have a Google suggestion when you're typing something into the search bar on Safari, oh, here we go. They come up with little blue arrows, and like, if you tap them, they fill in but don't search. So yeah. you can like, yeah. I, I get, yeah. I get it, I get what it does. But I'm surprised this isn't already a thing. It's just, right? If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I totally see what you mean. So just to point out, have you seen that screenshot that they're using on Mac Rumors? They're searching Mac Rumor, and it's the auto fills like Mac Rumors, Mac Rumors Buyer's Guide, and Mac, <laughs> Mac Rumors, Rumors Airpods. Airpods. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And then even um, all the bookmarks and history, you've got Airpods 2 coming soon. Mm, wow. Do you remember that time someone came into the shop and I, I don't know if it was you or me? Someone was trying to tell us about the Mac Rumors buying guide. I think they were talking to Mark, maybe, or Turvey, being like, have you seen this? It's really good. It tells you when new stuff's coming out. And I'm just thinking, the Mac Rumors buying guide. I wish I was aware of this. Um, ah. <laughs> rumors? You can go online and find out when new stuff's coming really easily? What a, what a shock. Um... I'm surprised someone didn't think of this earlier. Wow. Um, Safari now says not secure at the top if a website isn't using HTTPS. Um, okay, great, cool. I'm kind of surprised, again, surprised that wasn't there. Uh, maps now lists air quality next to the weather conditions in the bottom right corner. Okay, cool. Really cool, but fine. Um, that's about it, really. That's been discovered, I guess. There will be more. Um, I haven't installed any of these betas. Um, I basically don't do betas now unless they're the summer one, the big one. Uh, I just don't really see the point. And it's actually, Apple have already said, there are quite a few fairly big issues in this beta. Um, for example, Apple Pay effectively might not work. And if you use the eSIM, you basically can't buy a data plan. Both of which are things, well, Apple Pay I use a lot, and I'd be interested in using the eSIM in my iPad when I go away in a few months. And I don't know if it'll still be in beta, then I'm assuming it'll be fixed. But basically, there are things that I don't want going wrong with my devices. They're working too well at yeah. the moment, so I'm not installing the beta. Yeah, I've I've been turned off betas ever since iOS 11 really screwed me. Um, I I don't think I've I don't think I've done beta since. Now I did the twelve beta, um, and basically I used to I used to do every beta, and then I moved down to just the big ones, and then the point releases, so point one, point two, point three, um, mm. and they're usually really really reliable. I found, and it's quite nice to have a few cute new things. Um, but no, now I'm I'm just doing the summer ones. Basically, as soon as because the way I see it, come June, I've had my phone nine months and i'm basically focused on the new software and then the new hardware in september um i'm happy to put this really hellfiery mess on my phone because at that point i'm just after anything new uh yeah whereas yeah. whereas right now i'm happy with my phone being really stable and i still like it a lot so yeah. uh no 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 beta for me yes yeah, it's, it's a cool update uh, a bit of a surprise obviously it was coming soon just based on history but yeah, it's quite a substantial update. 
It is actually. There's some new stuff, obviously, for all these uh, um, built-in smart TVs, HomeKit TVs that we're getting, uh, which is cool. Mm. Not that I'll be no. getting one of those for like at least three years. Yeah, I, I think we're we're gonna finally take the plunge in the summer, uh, yeah. which would be nice, and update our 2015 Samsung thing. Uh, cool. Okay. Well, that's beta one of iOS 12.2, and we'll see how that goes. We assume there'll be a public beta soon. There hasn't been one yet. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that over because it'll probably be in beta for a couple of, I'd imagine about six weeks, maybe more, to be honest, maybe two months. Probably be out in the spring. Uh, maybe with air power. I wonder how long it'll take uh, Mr. Rambo to take it apart and find any uh, references of air power being revived. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, cool. Topic number two. Uh, have you looked at this? There is. This has been in the topic list for weeks, and it's been pushed yeah. down because it's largely irrelevant. But I kind of want to get it off the topic list. I did a mini clean out of it a few days ago. This was just one thing I couldn't resist leaving in because I just want to talk about it. Uh, yeah. The Echo Clock. It's awesome. I want one. Is it on sale in the UK yet? Because it wasn't I when it know, came out. I don't know, because I was look. Yeah, I was looking at these when they came out, actually. Because um, for kind of £29? Yeah, totally. Um, I want it. I'm going to find out if they're on sale. Hold on. Go for it. It's a, literally a 10-inch Echo wall clock with four AA batteries. Um, that's pretty dumb on its own. Um, but you connect it to a nearby Echo, and it then becomes clever, basically. It's it's ish. I mean, it really doesn't do too much. It it you can say set the time <laughs> on your Echo. Uh, you can start timers and things like that. And then it's got lights around the display. Um, I think it's cool. Uh, I could replace my bedroom clock with one because now I've got my Echo in there. Uh, I'd like one. Uh, to be honest it's it's a very gimmicky in fact i haven't heard anything about it since it came out um yeah me neither but it, it's very cool um, i want one unfortunately they are not on sale yet over here why it's just a plastic clock know. for 30 pounds what i have noticed though is that the uh third gen echo dot is 29 pounds at the moment yeah mm, tempting tempting fun consumer advice for all our listeners Go buy. We should start a deals podcast. We should have a deals section. Um, that seems like way too much work, to be honest. Yes, it does. It requires far too much research. Do you far think this is much. this is the Echo product line reaching peak saturation, or do you think this is an <laughs> example of where Amazon can have some fun with the branding? Kind of. Why not? I guess you might as well. At that price, if it was like yeah. sixty dollars, they'd be slaughtered. Um, yeah, of course. But I mean, for £30, I'm more than happy to pay that for a wall clock. I, will. I mean, the, my only issue is it isn't particularly exciting to look at. It's um, really bland. So really, I quite like. Really bland. I like my bedroom wall clock because it's literally the exact colour of my lampshade and wallpaper and curtains. It matches so well. Um, so I would actually have a hard time sacrificing it for a piece of tech, which is not something. That usually bothers me. Um, I don't... <laughs> at the moment, I actually don't have a clock in my room at all. Um, right. Um, you might want to jump on this. Get it imported from the States or pick one up when we're out there in June. Did we mention we're going to the States? Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, no, I want one of these. I want one of these a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. I want enough to pay £30 for one, you know? Yeah, any more, I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't find any articles about when it's coming to the UK. No, as I say, I haven't even seen it anywhere advertised. I just haven't seen it. No one talks no. about it. That's kind of why I left it in here, because I almost thought it was an April Fool's. Wait, hold on. Huh. What? Since removing the clock from sale, Amazon has confirmed connectivity issues are the reason. Um, oh, okay. I should have looked at this link before we spoke about <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, okay, so it looks like we shouldn't expect to see it again until late February or early March. Um, yeah, so it looks like they've actually stopped selling them at the moment. That was only a day ago. Yeah, oh, wow. yesterday. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> And some bad consumer advice. Do not buy an Echo Clock. <laughs> or do, if you can find one. Actually, no, don't, because there's an issue with them. Um, Wait till they bring them back. See, this is what Apple oh. should have just done with their power, you know? Just the shove just it out there. If it doesn't it. work, just stop selling it. If it burns someone's house down, just do what Samsung did and, like, send a software update to brick it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, send a software update to turn it into a coffee mat. <laughs> oh my goodness cool right moving back to some apple news um this one we've been sort of talking about i think it actually got into follow-up before we actually spoke about it um so we assume there'll be an update to the ipad the standard ipad this this spring we'd imagine because it has been for the last two years but as you pointed out I'd expect sooner or later it'll probably fall into a, a longer cycle than annually. Yeah. But it does sound like at least this year we will be, early this year we'll be getting a 7th gen iPad. Um, and as we mentioned last week, it seems we're getting a 5th generation iPad mini around the same time. An interesting port report that came out towards the end of last year. So as you can tell, these are, we're cleaning out the end of 2018 topic list, basically. Um, yep. That the uh, the iPad will get a little bit bigger. It will apparently go to 10 inch. Um, I haven't heard any rumors since to to c- collaborate with this and back it up. Uh, it doesn't make too much sense to me. I I don't see them increasing the screen size by 0.3 inches. Um, mm, yeah, a whole it's kind new of a form factor for. I could see it, and I don't think it would, but I could see them just taking the 10.5 form factor, I guess. That would make yeah. more sense. I can. I would. I feel like I would, I would sooner see that happen. I would sooner expect to see that happen rather than spend money on R&D and design to have a whole new screen size for a product that they're going to be retailing for, you know, give or take 350 pounds um, Doesn't seem to much make much sense. It, it would just make the product lineup messy. What I could see happening, but I can also not see for reasons I'll explain in a minute. Um, it's kind of like when this the, the iPad came back and the Air 2 had been on sale awkwardly for a long time. Maybe that's what the 10.5-inch Pro is doing at the moment. It's there to fill a gap. Now, they might come March, discontinue the 10.5-inch Pro. Just a reminder, it is still on sale. Um, bring that form factor back with some reduction in specification to bring the price down. Um, but it will start 
the price of the iPad will be more expensive, but not as expensive as the Pro, the 10.5 Pro is currently. And then the Mini 5 will take that £319 price point. Um, I could see that happening, but also I think Apple wants to get the bigger iPad experience, the normal iPad experience, into everyone's hands. To me, what's more, what I think is going to happen is we'll get an iPad at the same price point and the Mini 5 will be even cheaper. Uh, but I could see them sort of going for like a 319 Mini 5 and then the iPad, 10.5 inch iPad, maybe being sort of 420 or something. Um, blaze it. Um, but yeah, I, d- I don't know. What, what do you think? It's kind of an interesting one. I could... The thing... The, the why, for me at least, the reason people buy the iPad Mini isn't because it's cheaper, because it isn't. It's considerably more expensive at the moment. Um, but they really... They just really like the form factor. Like, people will actively choose that size over people a 9.7. People who want it yeah, people are who happy want to it, pay. Want it. They are happy. It would not surprise me if they brought out these two iPads and actually had them at the same price point, just different sizes. Um, yeah, I could see that. Or some some tiny price difference. Because negligible. I still think it's, it's madness to me that the XS Max is only £100 more than the XS. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, could, I think it'd be even less than that. Maybe it'd be like the watches, £30 apart. Uh, something yeah. like that. I could see something like that happening. Um Alternatively, I could. Yeah, I think you're right. I could definitely see. I d- I can't imagine getting cheaper. I can't imagine the iPad Mini Five being even cheaper than the price point that we've got at the moment for the nine point seven. That to me, I think, I'd, I'd be surprised. Who knows? Um, I think the most likely scenario is the standard iPad gets a little bit more expensive, justifiable by perhaps going for a slimmer design, like back to the Air Two kind of chassis, ten and a half or, inch um, screen. Exactly, and obviously better processor, that kind of stuff. So I can see that going, jumping up in price, maybe three nine nine, something like that. Um, and then I can see the iPad Mini five taking the three nineteen, three twenty price point. Um, but I don't think they want to drive people into the Mini. I think they want people to be on the bigger screen experience. I don't know why I get that impression because they always used to drive people to the Mini. But it's just, yeah. it's just a gut feeling I have that they don't want people buying the Mini unless they. It's kind of like when they bring these products back, it's for that cost. It's like the SE, it's like the new Mac Mini. Okay, people still want this, we'll make another one, maybe for yeah. the last time. Um, but we don't want our our consumer base going for it. And that's why I just... it Maybe they'll do the same as, as before and keep the Mini at 128. I, I think... I don't know... I, I... Maybe they would just offer a single storage like 64 or something to sort of justify a, a, a drop in price to keep it, you know, similar to the standard iPad. I think the most likely scenario is that there is a small difference in price, say 20, 30 pounds, maybe as much as 50. Um, but nothing more than that, you know, to, again, not drive people away from the mini, but unless it does have more storage as standard, which I think is a waste, to be honest. Then I could I, I can't see it being obviously more expensive than the standard iPad, um, but I guess it all depends on what they do with this new 10-inch iPad. Whether they do put it in the display or put it in the body of the 10.5-inch Pro, whether they have a completely new enclosure, which I think is the least likely scenario, um, or they just stick with the 9.7 and all this 10-inch stuff is just not true. Um, I I do think, and I've been feeling this for a while, um, and these. 
early rumblings are starting to back this up. I think this year's iPad will be a form factor change, but to an to one we've seen in the past. I think now that the Pro is so radically different, maybe it will go back to the Air 2 body, or maybe it'll That's go to the 10.5 Pro. I think it will change this year, but it won't be a new one. It'll be a recycle again. I agree. I think, personally, I'm, I'm putting my money on iPad Air 2. Um, I had uh, someone came in the other day, actually, with an Air 2. Um, the, the battery was just destroyed on it, and he wanted to trade it in and get a new one. Um <laughs> Uh, he he decided to, um, and we we took his we took his air mini his, his iPad Air two out the case, and I was sort of holding it while I was looking at it and you know assessing it. Um, and I was just sitting in like I wish all iPads were this thin. It is you know, so much thinner than the current so iPad. Much thinner than the current iPad, and I took him over to it to the new one and he couldn't tell the difference and it just kind of made yeah, me no, sad to be honest this is the point so many people upgrade from the air 2 to ipad 5 or ipad 6 and they never clock they never notice to me it's ridiculously fat it is and so fat. to me it's a like i would have been holding on to if i was that kind of customer like the consumer level i would have been holding on to that air 2 as long as i can uh, yeah. because wow if I was a standard iPad customer that had an Air 2. I I would be sitting here right now with that Air 2. I would not have waiting a fifth and or a sixth being gen. absolutely and not. hoping that the seventh gen has has a the design because the A8X in the Air 2. Okay, yeah, it's pretty. I bet it's still fine for that kind it's of serviceable. use. That, if it depends um, on what you're using it for, it's perfectly fine. You know, it's by um, no means. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. I bet it's fine. I really do. Uh, I'm sure it is on day-to-day usage like that kind of stuff. I, I feel like the difference is probably going to be negligible. I mean, again, it entirely depends what you're going to be using it for, of course, but just the form factor is kind of makes the difference, and for me at least. I mean, I think if, if us doing this podcast has shown me anything, it is that we are by, f- by far not the standard consumer. Um, but no, still. we're not. And I think we have a good grasp on that because some of the other podcasts we listen to, you like... The guys over at like ATP and Connected and things like that, they know what they're talking about. They are very good at what they talk about. But sometimes, ever so often, they say something and it shines through how out of touch with the consumer they are. And I think us working in retail really helps us with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't. I think it was on Connected and it was like Tim Cook's letter about the falling iPhone sales. And he said um, that... Part of the reason we've seen less upgrades is because people have chosen this year to get the battery changed instead. And someone said on the podcast, I don't know if it was connected, I don't know who, whatever it was, said I call basically I call BS on that because who's going to change the battery over buying a new phone? And I was everyone just laughing. Is the answer. Everyone, absolutely <laughs> everyone. Um, I couldn't believe they said that. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, let's yep. say. I mean, I think we. Um, when they published the statistics for how many batteries they've replaced, it went up from a million uh, 2017 to 11 million last year. That is an incredible increase. Let's say even a third of those replacements would have bought new phones instead, which is easily the case. I mean, the people that we serve and deal with, you know, every so often they'll bring out the, ha, I'm so glad you guys are doing this because I was going to get a new phone, but now I don't need to. Quite often. Is this one? Quite often they say that. You know, yep. I would say at least 30% of the time we get that, if not more. Um, 
because at the end of the day, most people, like when they, you know, every time someone asks you, what's the difference between the iPhone 6, what, what's new? And you and you, you, you sort of stand there for a second, you're like, oh God, not this again. Because you've got to try and put into words in a way, you've got to explain the features to this person so that they will find value in them. And I know I and find you know value they won't. in these new features. And you, you just, you know, just they won't. know they won't. They, you yeah. know they won't. And it, it's it's like, we talk about it pretty much every week in some form or another as to how, you know, oh, why should I get the iPad Pro over the standard iPad? Trying I to convey to someone... I just bang my head against the wall. <laughs> it is, yeah. Trying to convey to someone that this tech genuinely better suits your need. And the vice versa. It's just as true for the opposite. So when someone, you know, wants to, for some reason, waste £800 on an iPad that they will not get use out of, it is, you know, I personally, I will try and sell this person what they need and what they're going to make use of. If they aren't going to make use of this £1,000 machine, I'm not going to sell it to them. You know, I'm not going to talk to the merits about them that they're not going to use. But it's just time and time again we see this this sort of disconnect between, you know, the, the, all, all these feature-led stuff, which is great, and, you know, everyone loves Face ID, and I really like it, and it's a game-changer, and it's revolutionary, and it's changed the way I use my iPhone. It's changed my experience with it. Then the lack of the home button, for me, has been nothing but positive. Um, but to try and explain that to someone who doesn't care, at the end of the day, it's, that's It's mind-numbing. It is, it is. It's trying to, you know, but if you look at it like that, the only difference between an iPhone 3G and an iPhone 7 is that the iPhone 7 is a bit faster, you know? Basically, I mean, it's when people ask, what does this one do over the old one? Well, nothing. I mean, it's, again... It just does everything better. It just does everything better, that's it. Like, what do you expect? You expect it to start making toast. Like, buy yeah, a Samsung when, when if you, when you want something. you buy a new car, but, you know, it's just like, what does this car do that the other one doesn't? It has a screen, touch a new screen car, on this one, like, you know? <laughs> it's a new car. You have see heated seats in the back as well as the front, you know? Yeah, it's it's it doesn't drive any differently. It, well, it does, but it just doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a they, teleportation yeah, it doesn't device. Take it isn't going to, to revolutionise your transport. No, it, it's just better. Um, but yeah, as as you're saying, I mean, we'll jump onto it now. Seeing as you brought it up, it was further down the list. But Apple did replace nine to ten million more batteries than it did in a normal year during 2018. Um, yeah, it, the battery replacement thing was a funny one. I still think it was a mistake um, because that that scandal never became a scandal. Everyone's forgotten about it. It was completely overblown. Um, people who occasionally bring it up with me customers always have the complete wrong side of the story. They have no understanding of it whatsoever. It ranges from Apple were intentionally slowing phones down so you buy new ones more often than that though that's not actually a common one more often they genuinely think apple had a batch of bad batteries yeah but nine out of ten most common by far the most common or that they broke something in software but more common than that i'd say 9.5 out of 10 customers we served over the last year to change batteries and we changed a hell of a lot of batteries um were more doing it just because they wanted a new battery and it happened to be 25 pound some of them didn't yeah. even know it was an offer. They were just yeah. coming for a battery replacement like they would. And the whole thing just, it it was wrong. And I think it did contribute to Apple's 
decline in iPhone sales this year. Lots of things contributed to it. iOS 12 was better optimized, which again was from the fallout of this quote unquote scandal. Um, while it's great, and I'm not disputing that, I think iOS 12 is the most solid update they've done in a very long time. Yeah, but that only came about because of the scandal, and I think iOS 13 and all its fancy new features will be better off because they worked on the stability of 12. Uh, but anyway, yeah. that that contributed to it, making iPhone 6 is faster. People change the battery, um, and in Apple's eyes, it's like, yeah, we're giving you cheap batteries, so you restore performance. No, people were more concerned about battery life. Now they've got their battery yeah. life back. So there's 12 iOS 12 and the batteries. Um, the phones are also very expensive, which is okay-ish when it's years like the iPhone 10. But when it's an S-year, and not only an S-year, we haven't actually seen one of those for a while. The last time we had an S-year was the 6S, which is the last time Apple's iPhone sales were below expectations, was the 6S. But not only is it an S-year, it's probably the smallest S-year they've ever done. So everything just added up to make this mess. And Apple aren't surprised the sales aren't doing well. I don't think they really care because they know they make their money from services and they're about to launch Apple Video. Um, they, I don't think they really care at all, to be honest, because uh, Apple's a very forward-thinking company and they're working on the next big thing. Um, but analysts only care about past performance and use that to base future predictions, not on what their company's actually doing. Um, the whole thing's stupid. But yeah, rant over. Yeah. On a side note, I could totally replace an iPhone battery with my eyes closed in my sleep at this point. Oh yeah, so could I. It's, it's just... <laughs> I don't even think about like some I found myself doing battery replacements and I haven't actually been there while I'm doing it. I was thinking yeah, about like something. I've just been like you you sort of come back to reality and we're like, oh, cool. Where have this I is been? Done. Yeah. Yeah. I it's very therapeutic. It's just long. <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk about this one because you put this one in just before Christmas, I think. Yeah, number four. Cool. All right. Well, moving on to the next topic after our foray into uh, service and battery replacements, um, we have uh, a list of companies, or at least the ones that we know of, that Apple acquired in 2018. Um, Again, scraping the barrel of uh, last year's topics. Um, So there's a few in here. There's quite a few. Um, I won't go through all of them because some of them are more interesting than others. Uh, The ones that I kind of want to point out well, obviously, we'll start with a big one that I think most people know is obviously Shazam is uh, now owned by Apple. Uh, that was big news. That when one it, always when it hit. confused me because I I thought it had been for years, but it was just Siri integration. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and wasn't it, the deal ongoing yeah. for a while or something? I think so. I think it got been, finalized. Yeah, it was first reported in December 2017, um, but it was officially closed apparently. Uh, on September 24th, 2018. So it looks like they've been in talks for ages. Um, but yeah, I mean, Shazam is like almost become like a household name, you know? Like it's it's kind of on the cusp there of being like, oh, what's that song? I'll Shazam it. Not quite the, to the same level as I'll Google it, but you know, it's kind of entering into that realm. Shazam, Shazam has been established for ages and it's been around for even longer. Um so yeah, that's cool. I believe they've gotten rid of all ads now from the app, I think. Is that correct? Uh, yes, since Apple acquired it, it doesn't have ads in it anymore, which is awesome. Which is nice. And hopefully, I'm assuming at some point, it will probably just disappear in some form. Um, but all that tech will go straight into Siri in whatever form that will take in the future. Um, 
Moving on to smaller stuff, you've got kind of a, a cool couple things. Uh, there's a company called Spectral that they've acquired as well, um, which is definitely uh, them trying to fight Google's AI-powered camera nonsense that they're doing. Um, Spectral's a really cool thing, uh, a company that seems to specialize in like kind of depth perception, but also essentially like a, a, a light like photoshopping, being able to take subjects from one background and put them plant them into another photo and it kind of looked natural to like work out lighting and that kind of stuff um which could be really cool and do some funky stuff with that i'm sure um uh we've got some more back-end stuff as well which kind of like uh um what's this one uh asai i think that's how it's pronounced is a music analytics company um which is supposedly able to identify future hit artists 10 weeks before they chart um, which is cool, if that actually works. So again, a lot of this stuff is kind of yeah. There's a few companies in here which they've definitely acquired to sort of roll into um, into obviously Apple Music and try and I guess bring some features to Apple Music that maybe Spotify doesn't have yet. Because a lot of I don't know, it just kind of feels like Apple Music is kind of trying to catch up to Spotify in the feature department. There's lots of things that Spotify has that Apple Music just doesn't. Um, and another one, a pl Platoon, which kind of is another company, which is like an unsigned artist startup, which is all rolls into a sign, I guess, the stuff they're trying to do with Apple Music. Um, the most interesting one, I think, at least, is uh, a company called uh, Aconia Holographics, which is a cool name. Um, now, obviously, there have been rumors that Apple are working on uh, their AR glasses and their next next big thing. Obviously, we've seen more AR development since the iPhone success and cool new stuff. Like I showed the Measure app the other day to uh, an elderly Ooh, couple. How did that go? Blew their mind. Did it blow mind. their mind? It yeah, blew I bet their it mind. Did. It was the uh, it was one of the nicest things I've seen in a while. Like to be able to show this couple, you know, they obviously didn't care about tech. They weren't, you know, especially Apple or especially anything. They just had an iPhone and the yeah, iPhone. I can't wait, you know, I was setting it up for them, um, updating it even. Um, it, I think it came from like iOS 10 or something. And uh, the Measure app was on there and I'm like, oh, what's that one? And I was like, yes, I'm going to show you. And I showed them. You should have seen their faces. It was it was adorable, actually. It's nice um, when people, um, rather than have something against us because we know more than them about something. Um, yeah. They just enjoy uh, the knowledge we give to them. Yeah. It was really nice, actually. It was, it was. I think that was the highlight of my day. It was quite endearing. Um, but yeah, so obviously we all, you know, the rumors mill has been turning for a while now that Apple's making big moves in the AR department, and uh, this seems to obviously even confirm that more so. Um, and interestingly enough, actually, this company held a lot of patents, over two hundred of them. Um, so who knows? Maybe this was purely a patent gain acquisition rather than the actual tech they're working on who knows um but either way that was kind of an interesting one that they found about uh, that they acquired which wasn't actually that publicized um but yeah apparently they actually specialized in making lenses for augmented reality glasses so if you needed any proof that apple glasses are coming then uh, there it is um what else is there kind of the most of it to be honest there's another one called silk labs which is called that kind of work on um light ai so stuff that's kind of if you imagine the uh 
like the HomePod. You know how we move it around the room and it adjusts to the acoustic environment, that kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff that they're aiming at here. You know, this light AI that can run menial tasks in the background, but still, you know, obviously be clever, but light enough to run on a relatively underpowered chip, which is really cool. And it kind of, that obviously enables AI and the uses and benefits of that to come to hopefully less powerful devices, which is cool. Also, it's it's not user-facing AI. It's it's more, yes. this is a feature of our device, but we're not showing it off as AI. It's just this exactly. feature happens to be powered by clever. AI. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Yeah. No, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, which, again, most of the stuff hasn't really been publicized very much. Uh, the big one was obviously Shazam from last year. Um, but hopefully, obviously, this definitely tells us the the areas in which they're kind of investing in, like, you know, AI, augmented reality, and their music streaming platform. Those are the kind of the recurring themes throughout all of this. The, all the companies they've um, acquired in, well, the ones we know about, at least, seem to point to one of these areas. Um, so, yeah, we know, where, we know where Apple is spending all their money at the moment. Yeah, okay. Well, Apple are always acquiring things. They have a lot of money, and I think that's partially why they do it, because it's kind of a can be a banter exercise, can also be beneficial, but if it goes wrong, it's not the end of the world, except yeah. for the poor people they uh, they they acquired and absorbed. Um, if they don't want them anymore, they've lost their job. Uh, but <laughs> usually they get they get put into a team at Apple, which is quite cool. Um, awesome. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, I like to see where this is all going. Obviously, the big one on there is texture, uh, which is probably yeah, going to end too. up rolled yeah. into apple news at some point this year quite soon i'd imagine i think we're gonna have a services keynote i i think there will be a spring keynote and i'd imagine we will get um ipad hardware out of it but i don't think it like last year it was education themed i think this year it'll probably be services themed it might see the launch of the uh, streaming service uh but i think at least you'll get um texture coming out somewhere um i don't know when this this video service is going to come up i th- I don't think it's quite ready yet. I think it I think it will be 2019, but I can see it being right at the end of the year. And I still think... I mean, it could be WWDC like Apple Music was, but I do kind of think it might get a keynote all to itself outside of the usual calendar, um, just randomly. Uh, I think it might get something weird going on there. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, Apple acquire a lot of cool stuff, and uh, I'm glad they're constantly working on stuff to make their products better um one last topic uh that we can go through tonight um before because the one after that is a pretty hefty one and i think we're going to need to do a new a new show for that um but to finish off this this episode um uh, this happens every year um and i look out for it every year and it's always around this time of year mac rumors publish when they get devices visiting their site running a new Apple operating system and they've uh, had visits from devices running iOS 13 um, which is very cool every year this happens around now and it's it's to be expected obviously um, it's kind of it's kind of weird that they will visit Mac rumors uh, maybe it's just a sort of because they know this is going to happen uh, and they want them to report on it uh, but it's it's always interesting that um, it's about now that Apple employees are actively testing this operating system in a in a usable state, yet it's still six months off unveiling and nine months off release, isn't it? 
Isn't it crazy to think how recent iOS 12 is, yet how used to it already we are? 10s feels old as well, I, I find, but it's only been out four months. It's a really weird one this year. Yeah, I think because obviously like this year it was the first thing to come out. You know, we've had like the iPads and the 10R, which are obviously later, but the 10s is kind of almost it feels long in the tooth, which it isn't at all. You know, it's no. January. It's the end of January. Before that, all we had was HomePod. Yeah, yeah. Last year, all they released was HomePod. I remember my collection page on my website was uh, it was just HomePod for 2018 products, <laughs> and then at the end, it suddenly gained like five things because uh, yeah. it all came out at once. But we get years like that. There have been a few years like that. Um, other years, they they tend to release stuff throughout the year. I ha- I don't know why, but I have a feeling this year might be quite software and service focused. I don't think there will be... I think there will be a few really big hardware products. Obviously, we've got a, what you'd assume is a big iPhone this year, but then yeah. sometimes they do sort of three-year cycles like they did with the 6 s 7 So who knows? I hope it would be a big one this year. Um, but obviously, the big one you got is Mac Pro. Um, but other than that, I can't really think of much Yeah, big I think- hardware. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a couple of big things, and then the rest will all kind of be the, the voids, so to speak, will be filled with service for sure. Mm. Uh, I, I think 2015 was like that. I don't know why I remember that, but I seem to remember that as being a service software. Yeah, I think we'll get we'll get Mac updates. Well, we had updates. a whole new OS, didn't we? Watch OS, so. Yes, yeah. I mean, but then, yeah, so in my mind, the watch is still a 2014 product, because that's when it was unveiled. But yeah, yeah no, it went on sale enough. in... Um, um, but no, you're right, WWDC brought in, I think it was the first year in a while they didn't do any hardware at WWDC. I may be wrong about that, no, I think that was 14. But no, I think this year, what have we got? We got potentially a MacBook Pro redesign that people seem to be saying is happening, but mm. I think, I still think we're another year or so out. I'd say so. I'd, I, it feels too soon for me, for sure. Mm, I think so. I know they've been dodgy, but they put the condoms on the keys. Uh, so I think it's all right now, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't or know. Or is it hashtag flexgate? Oh, let's not get to flex. That's next. That's <laughs> in two weeks. We'll talk about flexgate. I don't know if that's even a thing. That's going to be another one of these scandals. That's either going to be dead by the time we get around to talking about it, or uh, it will. Um, it will be. I think it it's going to be, be dead. I think it's going to be dead, or it's going to be a, be a thing. Sorry, the reason I just stuttered there is I don't know if you got it, but a nine to um. 9 to 5 Mac push notification came through on my Mac. Um, iOS 12.2 includes uh, Ahoy Telephone, so, hey Siri, set up interface rumoured for AirPods 2. Um, Ooh, who, no, I haven't yeah. seen that. They haven't, they haven't pushed that to me yet. Did Mr. Rambo find it? Uh, yes, he did. Um, <laughs> he literally <laughs> took the length of this episode to do something. Uh, da, 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 let's see. There is a new setup when you set up. Uh, wow, no, this is straight up. This isn't even subtle. One of the changes, which is currently hidden from public view, is the addition of a new setup screen that's used when configuring AirPods. This new setup screen clearly states that the user will be able to talk to Siri with AirPods or iPhone by saying, hey, you know the word. Um, when pairing the new yet to be released AirPods, the user will be asked to set up the Hoi telephone just like it can be set up for other devices. Yeah, this is Lich. Have you found it? Yep, I'm looking at it right now. That flat owl looks finished. <laughs> yeah, I think they're very close, these AirPods. Um, 
I hope so, because I, I love mine, but I'm kind of bored of them. I'm bored of them, but I also know the new ones aren't going to be, like, groundbreaking. No, it will probably just have Hey Siri and wireless charging. Oh, why did I... I'm sorry. Ahoy telephone. Oh, man. Um, I heard they're going to have heart rate monitors in them. Oh, that's true. I did see that as well. That would be cool. I guess. That could be in it. That was always rumored for AirPods Pro, but I think that, that rumor's died. I don't think there will be. I think they may have... St- they may have streamlined it based on the popularity, even though maybe AirPods they don't Pro want it. makes no sense. No, I don't think so. Um, if anything, AirPods Pro are going to be the, the head pods, um, yeah. Yeah, which is also f- in in two weeks. Um, we'll get to that. But yeah, no, I didn't, Did sorry, I didn't even see this. Out in two weeks? Oh, God. Um, no, we'll be talking about them in two weeks. Oh. But um, anyway, I didn't even see the screenshot at the bottom of the article. I only saw the one that's like cut off at the top. Yeah, you are right. This is flat out finished. This is yeah, this isn't totally. even hidden. It literally says talk to Siri with your AirPods or iPhone by saying Ahoy telephone. <laughs> it's literally right there. Like that's that's flat out. That that's a done bit of UI that's, design. I mean, it's been rumored for probably eighteen months now, and in the WWDC video, no, it was the iPhone keynote where that the girl in the video says it, and now everyone assumed it was for the AirPods, but she could have yeah. been talking to the watch or the phone. I, that never never made everyone made conclusions from that that i didn't um but yeah sure whatever i, d- I don't know but you know what yeah, this it, is happening you know what i do this is find interesting actually about this is obviously that means a new um w chip in them i wonder if they will use that for anything else uh, we're on w3 in the watch right at the moment i believe uh, i think so because we had the first watch didn't have any and then series two had W1 with the AirPods. Series 3 had two. Series 4 has got three. So I'd imagine they'd either have a W4 or a W3. Yeah. I always like chip development. You like your chips, don't you? I do. I really like when they make a new chip. I'm like, oh, what could they What could they shove this in and make it smart? My, I, I agree. I have an interest in it. It's like uh, when they bring out new chips and you think, hey, this is actually a sort of watered down a10 or something like the t2s and whatever yeah um yeah, but exactly. man, it hit me hard it hit me hard when that rumor came out about intel trying to poach the chip dude from apple no um, no 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 i mean look i i doubt apple's chip team is the strengths aren't just based on this one guy but it would have a negative effect and i don't want oh, intel yeah. intel don't deserve to get their game back <laughs> like piss off nah, it's apple's as far time. as i'm concerned cisco architecture can go away now don't you think Apple would f- like throw money to keep that guy? Like I would, I would just drop everything. Just um, you know what, have it all. Just make him like an, an SVP of chip architecture or something. You know. Yeah, they they can't afford to lose him. Well, they can. No, but they they, they can, would rather they not. can. There's always more, but don't please. You know. Oh, I was thinking about an ARM MacBook the other day and how how quickly I'd buy one. I don't know. I don't know how. I've part of me still thinks that they've done some voodoo and made these ultra incredibly powerful ARM chips, and the Mac Pro will debut with it, and it will blow everyone's mind. Oh, if they did. Um, mm-hmm. The two things I think Apple could do to just blow away the competition this year are ARM chips in Mac Pro um, with seamless integration with existing x86 software. That's the and, issue there. Yeah. 
and doing well actually i mean that's the issue on any arm mac i think the more yeah, the issue yeah. put them in the mac pro is making them that powerful i mean they can just yeah. about do a 13 inch macbook pro possibly a 15 inch for short periods of time but you you can yeah you can get it to run it's just it won't run to the level that someone that's buying a mac pro wants it to you know Exactly. They haven't got, but who says they haven't somehow managed to do it? Um, The other thing they could do, I think, to just blow everyone away is when they unveil the streaming service, could say something like, we've made deals and the entire TV catalog of iTunes is on this streaming service. That would just f*** Netflix Netflix and Amazon if they did something like that. Oh my God, it'd be game over. It would be, yeah. Amazon Prime would die out overnight. Netflix would be used for a time. But it would kill everything. Yeah, it's 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 a difficult one because surely people don't buy TV series on iTunes that much. So even if they were to say to the the owners of the, the, the publishers of these TV shows, oh, we'll give you half the amount you get for a purchase on iTunes per stream, that would be in their favour, the publisher's favour, and Apple would probably do the maths and find that the amount of people it would draw in paying monthly would probably still be profitable. It's not entirely... And Apple, even if it isn't immediately, they can afford to take To take hit, a hit. You know? It's like when they paid artists in the three-month trial of Apple Music, um, yeah. when everyone was on the three-month trial. I mean, I'm, I know it's not as easy as that, especially in the world of television, and I'm not a businessman. I don't know how they would pull it off. But as far as I can see, it's not out of the question. The Um, only thing that, for me, isn't realistic about that is that if that were the case, talks would be in motion now. And as much as I trust Apple to keep that under wraps, I do not trust production companies to, um, to keep that under wraps. Yeah, I, I think it would have come out. And there's absolutely yeah. no word at all of a back catalogue. As amazing as that would be. I think it would just... it would just That's a everyone standing up at WWDC moment. I really do hope that it's... Uh, that we get some fire announcements at WWDC. I hope so. My, I keep having nightmares about us being there. And they don't un- unveil the Mac Pro. And then the, the next few days after WWDC, it's just everyone talking about, oh crap, when's it coming? Is it going to be this year? We'd actually just, I think, we'd just be depressed, to be honest. It would actually ruin our trip to San Jose. <laughs> what, if they don't unveil a ridiculously expensive computer <laughs> yeah. that we can't buy until December? That's the one. No, I, I think I think it'll be WWDC unveil, release December, I still do. Um, I think it will just follow the exact same time scale as the iMac Pro, which, by the way, I really hope they update soon, the iMac Pro. Like, there's nothing slow about There's nothing the... wrong with it, but it's the fact that half the tech in that is coming to now the 15-inch MacBook Pros, like the Vega graphics cards and stuff. Yeah. And I think there are new Xeons out. I think there are I've, new Xeons. I've heard something like that, or at least that they're imminent. I'm sh- I'm sure that there are new iMacs on the way, um, and they could put like True Tone on them and things like that. Yeah, just kind of, and I'm sure the bezels would be thinner as well, a little bit. I I don't know if that's this year. I think it's going to happen, but I don't know if it's this year. I always laugh when people who have the 2011 or older iMacs refer to R ones on the till as the new ones when <laughs> they've been out <laughs> nearly seven years. I know it's crazy. 
But you know what? There's just nothing wrong with the design. Like it's the one, it's the one it's Apple product that I'm just like, this is perfect. It's faultless. It doesn't feel old. It hasn't aged a day. It is the longest iMac design, I believe. Now, it yeah, must be. And I th- yeah, by far. I think so, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it is. I think. Um, and it's it's yeah, as you say, it's weird to think that they even ever did non-retina ones. Um, yeah, because it was so long ago, and it was only for two. Well, they still do a non-retina one, but we don't talk about that one. That non-retina one, I, I honestly can't remember because it's got so buried away. Is it a 2017 model? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Does it have Thunderbolt two and uh, Thunderbolt three and things like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it does. Cool. I was just wondering. <laughs> it's been so long. Know, you're, you're making me worried now, but I'm sure it does. Like, if you click on about this Mac, I assume it's a 2017. Let me just jump on Mac Tracker and uh, have a look. Where's Mac Tracker gone, Lex? There it is. It's not blue on Mac. It's like a... Oh, it was on my dock. Awkward. Um, let's have a look. iMac. Yes, it's a 2017 one. Why would you bring out a non-retina display in 2017? If it still exists in 2019's revision, I'll be pissed. I think this year's iMacs, I don't know if the bezels will get slimmer, but I think what's going to happen is they'll get True Tone. Um, they will hopefully move to SSD only and get the mm. new thermals from inside the iMac Pro. T2 chip as well, I'm sure. T2 for sure iMac Pro will probably just get a minor update with new processors along and True Tone displays alongside. I imagine the the refresh will come at once. I hope. Um, I would assume so. I, then, I can see them just putting them at the same time. I think it will be. A, I could see them even doing something weird like um the new iMacs have even more USB C ports, a bit like Mac Mini because Mac Mini's only got two USB and four USB C. Yeah. Whereas it's vice versa on iMac. So yeah. I'd imagine it might swap around two USB, four USB-C on. Yeah. Uh, does iMac Pro have four of each? It does, doesn't it? It's got loads of them. Yes, yes. I love that computer. I lost over it so much. Because yeah. part of me really yeah. just wants the i. I really, part of me really wants the Mac Pro to not be for me. <laughs> and I end up with like a 2019 iMac Pro because I've that always be wanted cool. one. But Yeah. But. So I'm just looking at the specs of the twenty of the of the um, non retina one, <laughs> one <laughs> SATA drive at five thousand four hundred RPM. That's too close to home for me. Um, like that lady. Um, I don't. Yeah, that's literally what I was thinking. Of. Do you know how much problems this hard drive, this particular hard drive, has caused our lives, people? I mean, yeah. Even the the hard drive in my iMac is seventy two hundred RPM. Is it? Yeah, and as we all know, yours is vintage now. Not quite. It's not got quite. seven days. It's a week. Seven today. days. <laughs> Please don't do this, Lex. <laughs> the next time we will be recording, it it will be vintage. You will be recording this podcast on a vintage Mac. That's never happened to me before. I I've never used something like that. I've never used some. I rarely use a device beyond warranty, <laughs> let alone beyond support. <laughs> I have AirPods. I'm rich. I rarely use a device beyond warranty. Oh goodness! Um, Must admit, the other day I was on um, the Apple support app, and just seeing the fact that this iMac is out of warranty was just like—I feel like I've only just gotten this. But it was like November two thousand and seventeen, which is horrifying. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like my Apple TV. And so I was doing this, and lots of my 2017, obviously all my 2017 products are out of warranty now, and it's just kind of weird. It is, because it's still recent enough to just assume. Because I have, I've not used this as as much as I thought I would, purely because I don't actually spend a great deal of time here. Um, I mean, it's, it's weird to think that it's been sitting on my desk for so long, it's now out of warranty. Yep, it's uh, it's weird to see a product go out of warranty, and this is the first time I've had something that I'm currently using um, <laughs> that's gone vintage. I can't. Well, speaking of IMAX, that fingers crossed that well, vintage IMAX that fingers crossed won't break anytime soon. That IMAX G3, the Bondi Blue one, I was talking mm. about last week. Yes. Uh, it hasn't done its weird screen off, not on, no on screen off thing that it did on the first day. I've run it a few times, and it's it's nice and happy. Um, it's, yeah, it's I'm I like it. You need to come over and meet it. Yeah, we need to some at some point. Like I'm feeling in the summer, we just sort of we go into your Doctor Who room and we just sort of renovate. You know, have a have a good day of renovations. I buy all the shelving and stuff and do it all at once rather than because when I did that room and turned it into a cave for Doctor Who merchandise, I did it gradually and it never felt finished because of that. Yeah. Um, but if I do it all at once, convert it into my Mac display. Yeah, mm. I feel like we need to bang it out in a single day. I was trying to convince Georgia that I'm I'm a curator and I own a Mac sanctuary. I'm keeping these creatures safe and preserving yeah. them for future generations. Yeah. And she basically responded with, no, you're just a hoarder. Hoarders never throw things away. Hoarders don't buy old things. They just keep old things. There's a difference uh, Yeah, there. that's a good point. You have persevered. You know, like you're retroactively buying old Max, not hoarding old Max. I'm archiving them. I'm creating yeah. a, a thing. I don't know what I'm creating, but I love you're it. You're archiving them on your dining room floor. That's it. They're all <laughs> under the table right now. God, that Bondi Blue one is so much heavier than the other ones. Because really? once they left the tray models and went to the slot loading models, yeah. um, all my ones are slot loading so far. They, they're physically a little smaller and they have a few changes, like they, they have different USB ports and things like that. Um, mm. And they are much lighter. They still weigh a ton, but they yeah. I thought they were heavy. This one is heavy because my dad carried it into the house when we got it home and it was on the table until I needed to clear the table the other night and I moved it, picked it up for the first time. I'm just like, what? It's so much heavier. It's a ton. I'd imagine the others are about 15 kg and this one must be well over 20. That's crazy. Um, That is really heavy. It is really, really heavy. It's it weighs an absolute ton. I must admit, though, the G four that I've got on my desk, I never, I, I've never thought they were particularly heavy until I had to walk across Epsom with one, and it started to get very heavy very quickly. So I've got the twenty inch G four, and I remember lifting that a few times. Oh goodness, it's it's. I love that thing. I'm looking at it now. I always look at the G threes with like, with my my roast tinted glasses but this g4 is just a work of art it's sitting next to my g4 cube and the pair yeah. of them are two of the finest things like industrial design ever put on a computer yeah the g4 is i, I love it i look at it all the time it's a display on my desk like that's that is what it is it's just a decor for my room the g4 the imac g4 was the first imac i ever used and it was the device that got me into apple but that's a story for another day also i have three iphone 4s's now Ha. Ha. That seems excessive. Yeah. yeah, two are black, one's white. So uh, 
but two of which I got for free. So, uh, and I downgraded them on the AST2 Mac to uh, iOS 6 because you still can do that on those. Because um, <laughs> they both had nine on them. When I- no, nah, <laughs> you don't want nine on those. There are a few things you don't touch. Uh, iPhone 4 is running iOS 7. iPhone 4S is running 9. iPad 2 is running 9. Um, iPad 3 is running 10. You just don't just don't go near that. Oh, don't you love an iPad? iPad 2 is running 9.3.5. It's like my favorite. Stop thing. it. Stop it. Those, those, those three numbers next to each other genuinely trigger me. Because occasionally you still get people being like, I can't update my iPad. And you're like, oh, okay. And they get it out and it's iPad 2. And I'm like, that. And they're like, what would you mean? You can't what update you your iPad because it's from 2011. It's the first one, you know. It must it's be the worth first one. I've had it for at least 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it never gets old. Oh, I love the uh, fact that it predates the iPhone. Pre- the iPad predates the iPhone? It yeah, does, actually. Did you not? Fun fact. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. 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 The iPhone is just a just a small iPad. Like, what's the point, really? I don't, I don't see the Maybe point of the iPhone. Maybe 20 years old. No, it's just a small iPad. No, yeah, well, exactly. It's never going to sell. Why would you want one of those? It's never going to sell. <laughs> but let's be real. I can't believe people said at one point the iPad the iPad's just a big iPod touch, and now it's literally like computers. What's a computer, Lex? What's a computer? What computers computer go vintage really iPads don't do that no they just carry on forever it's like carry that woman that when I told her her iPad 2 was broken this was probably approaching a couple of years ago now which makes me sad and she said to me I won't take that for an answer Apple doesn't just break I'm just like you know what it is people just don't understand that these things are computers they just can't understand that there, there are internal components to these devices you know, people are very have strange views about these things. I mean, I think as everyone like reliability, things that go wrong in a desktop computer, fan, well, not a fan so much, but spinning hard drives. Now we've n- mostly moved away from 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 hard disks these days. Mostly, um, looking at looking at you, uh, non Retina iMac. Um, looking at you, every iMac. As a base yeah, I, yeah, I know. Um, but obviously, that's never been the case in an iPad. Like, the things to go wrong is the battery. That's kind of it, you know? Otherwise, it's kind of fine. Forever. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes they do just decide they don't want to work anymore. They've had enough. They've had enough of their abuse. And they will themselves to death. And boy, do they get abused. Oh, yeah. Boy, it's a very sad situation. I think on that note, it's probably a time to wind down this week's ramble. I think the last 20 minutes of this show is just a rambling mess, but I kind of like it that way. So normally we talk for like five minutes after the show ends, but I feel like we've just been doing that for the last 25 minutes. And this this week is actually relevant, so we yeah. can keep it in, um, which is a is a healthy balance. Um, it is, we got yeah. through quite a few topics, so uh, it's it's good to go. Anything else you wanted to mention this week? Um, I don't think so. Uh, no. Anything else? No, I'm all good. Oh, this is the first week in a while, I think, that I've recorded. Actually, this is genuinely the first time I've ever recorded this podcast without someone else in the room. Wait, no. No. Here, anyway. But, like, I was in the house. Well, I mean, someone's in your house right now, but, like, it was different back then when you recorded in my house. Um, Oh, those were the days. 
do you miss not having Holly watching you? I, I must admit, I kind of forget she's there. She's good. She's really good at being quiet, which is nice. Does she just draw? Or um, is that what she does? does? I don't know. What. Does does some just, work, which she has check lots memes. of all the time. Does some memes, yeah. Finds some fiery AirPod memes, apparently. Um, listens to... Well, oh, she was listening to some music last episode, I think. Um, nice. As yeah, you that's do. That's about it. Yeah. Fun. Cool. Right. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you want to find the show notes for this week or any other links to things we may have referenced in the show, you can find them at blueinkcode.com forward slash T-B-I-S forward slash eight. I've been Jack Taylor and I write blueinkcode.com. You can also find me on Instagram as at a Jack Taylor. As always, I've been joined by the lovely Lex McCohen and you can find him on Instagram as at a McCohen. And we will see you in two weeks time. Goodbye. Bye bye.